You're listening to Peak One Sports. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Sports Page on the Peak One Sports Network. I am Ashton Nix, sitting here with Dan Boyer. Chris out today, um, had some coaching obligations that uh, he had got with uh, beforehand with his his job. So, I mean, hey man, go coach. This this is not near as important as uh, molding young minds and young men. So, uh, but Dan, you're definitely going to be here because as we talked last week, we uh, the Cowboys have not lost since we've had you on here. You jumped on here because you wanted to complain uh, about Dak and say, <laughs> yeah, he had an okay game, but they lost and uh, and really gave it to him, which was a valid opinion. I'm not, that makes me it's like, Dan, hey, you idiot. No, um, I get it. Very frustrating. Um, but I mean, as with, you know, not to be the pessimist, but as with Roma, we've had times like this where they just can't lose and, uh, it will see if it's any different come playoff time, but yeah, had to have you back on and, uh, maybe once the Cowboys do lose, if they do lose again, maybe you just take one, one week break kick, and reset kick me it. out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just reset it a little bit. Um, which is, uh, not to look too far ahead, but, uh, it's a hard road ahead. There, there's this little, I think four week stretch. If you don't want to count the commanders in week 18, yeah. Four week stretch of really rough road and um they they took care of the first quarter of that last night. Or at the time of this recording last night. It'll be a couple of days later once uh this is posted. But uh before we get into that, let's uh shout out to our sponsors, Betalytics. Don't bet with your gut. Never bet with your gut. Let Betalytics do the work. Um go to betalytics.com, use prom- promo code PEAK1 and you get twenty five percent off your account when you sign up. So Dan, just overall, before we get too deep into it, what are your thoughts on what the Cowboys were able to accomplish uh, in that game against Philly? You know, like when we talked about it last week and everything, I think uh, you and I were both uh, anticipating like a much more high power offense kind of dueling it out uh, back and forth. And this was just not that game. As a Cowboys fan, I absolutely love seeing them just beat down on the Eagles, get that tie for first place and everything. It's amazing. As a football fan though, the game was a little bit kind of lackluster in the sense that like, it was definitely one-sided. The Cowboys took an early lead in the first quarter. I think it was 10, nothing and really never gave up the lead. There were no lead changes or anything. And I mean, again, you know, like as a Cowboys fan, it was awesome to see this defense just, smother the Eagles offense you know like uh Hertz didn't really have a whole lot going on as far as his ability to scramble they really contained him pretty well with that um man all the turnovers from our defense which you know are always going to give your offense the opportunity to go out and score more points which is the name of the game points on the board man that's how you win these games but for a defense to just give an offense like this many opportunities with the interceptions and the fumbles in this game against the Eagles, man, like really what a game. It's kind of funny because uh, I feel like I've been telling myself like, you know, like as a, as a regular kind of football fan analyst type person, a pretty lackluster game, like not, not very exciting at all, but as a Cowboys fan, I loved every minute of it, you know? I was very, very surprised that uh, the Eagles weren't able to score uh, what they, they, yeah, they got 13 and the one touchdown was the fumble, wasn't it? The fumble recovery from Dak. So like their offense wasn't able to get anything going, which was just amazing to see from the defensive side of the ball, which gives me a lot of like high hopes for these like two really tough games we got coming up going into bills and into dolphins territory the next two weeks before we actually get to come home. And I mean, our offense is, you know, firing, working really well, but, you know, obviously we're not as good on the road as we are at home, but not as good after on watching grass our defense play well. this week, man. Yeah. But after watching this defense play like this, this week, I'm, 
I'm pretty excited to see us go into uh, New York next week and, and play the Bills. But, well, Buffalo, yeah. Yeah, going back to that uh, fumble by Dak, I mean, it, it give him, I think it was maybe one more second. It was probably going to be a touchdown for the Cowboys because uh, you go back and look, uh, and even Dak alluded to this in, in the press conference, it was all on him that they, he thinks their team could have scored 50. If he if he doesn't do that, because uh, you had Brandon Cooks wide open, and that's why he kind of you know you wonder why didn't he throw the ball away? Why didn't you? Run? He saw that and he was just trying to get that extra second, um, which he couldn't uh, because Fletcher Cox was closing in on him too quickly. Um, but other than that, I mean, you you take that where you have um, your quarterback fumble and the defense score a touchdown which bravo to the Cowboys just to turn it like they, they did not let the Eagles keep the momentum. Uh, but you had that, you had another play where CD CD Lamb just dropped it in the end zone. Um, I think that that ended up uh, being a field goal, but you just have things like this happen that are typical Cowboy things to happen. You feel like, uh, but you, you st- and you're playing a 10 and two team, but you still win by 20. A ten and two rivalry team, nonetheless. That's why this feels a little different. Like I said, even we had it with Dak and with Romo that there were seasons, there were years where it's just like their year. They're you know quarterbacks MVP candidate. Um, you're just playing out of your mind in some instances, just blowing out other teams. You know, pick your random stat for the year. The Cowboys uh, are just balling out, and then it's it remains to be seen. Like I said earlier if this is a different year once the playoffs come along. Um, but, you know, we were all predicting this to be a close game. Uh, not in my wildest imagination. I, you know, even, you know, a great team and a rival, uh, they typically, it doesn't turn out to be blowouts, but it's it's like what the Cowboys have been doing week in and week out. And now a, a lot of the, I'll say controversy. A lot of the crit- criticism for the Cowboys is you hadn't beat anybody. Well, now you beat the team with the best record. Uh, I understand they were hurt and they weren't. There's this this uh, idea that Eagles are hurt and you know not playing their best football. When I think, I think this is just what the Eagles team is. I think they were overhyped anyways. Um, probably shouldn't have been ten and two in the first place after you saw them. Lose to the Jets. They got blown out by the 49ers. Same, same as the Cowboys. Cowboys have that bad loss against uh, Arizona. Um, you barely beat the Chiefs. You barely, you know, you're just barely beating these teams. Um, and they could easily, you know, be like eight and five right now. Sure. I mean, a big part too is like, I mean, I'm sure the Chiefs are wanting to go back on this too, but, uh, you know, a lot of flags and penalties kind of helped uh, Philly beat out the chiefs a couple of weeks ago and then they just barely beat the bills in overtime last week. You know I mean? That was, that was a crazy yeah. close game. And I mean, don't get me wrong. The Eagles played great football in that second half to really, you know, take it to overtime. And it was unfortunate that uh, Josh Allen and the bills weren't able to capitalize once they went into overtime. Cause you and I even kind of touched on, you know, the overtime rules are a little lopsided in the fact that like, if you win the coin toss, you should win the game. You know I mean? You should make it down the field and score your touchdown and, and get off the field. And it was unfortunate that, you know, Josh Allen and the bills weren't able to do that, uh, you know, once again, and cause he's, you know, zero and six and overtime and everything, but you know, it's, it's also crazy to look at the, the Eagles and almost like how, just how badly they've played these last two weeks and how badly they've lost these games. Like we're saying, like, I don't think anybody really anticipated this game being a a 20 point blowout. The over under for the game was three and a half points. We talked about that last week. I think, I mean, I anticipated the the game to have probably like closer to a seven to 10 point spread. I figured it'd at least be like a touchdown separating the two, but I did not expect, you know, like three scores, you know, like that was absolutely insane. And honestly, it, I'm, a little torn between like, is it late season? Are some of these Eagles players just kind of like worn down? Is the O line just not quite holding up the way it was earlier in the season? Or are we talking about like, you know, have other teams in the NFL like kind of cracked the code and figured them out 
And the only thing they really got going for him now is that tush push. You know, it's the only thing that nobody's able to like absolutely stop. But it seems like in these last few weeks, you know, both the Cowboys and the 49ers, I guess, have really kind of figured out how to like contain Hurts and make him make bad decisions as far as like trying to throw the ball and, you know, fit in these like tight windows. But again, too, I mean, it just, it also says to me like, these defenses are, are playing like great football. And let's be honest too. I think the 49ers and the Cowboys are probably the two best NFC teams in the league right now. Yeah. If it's not one, it'll be the other in the Super Bowl, I think. So, I mean, tough matchups for the Eagles these last two weeks in that sense, but you know, it almost, it almost feels like they've kind of figured it out and are able to stop and contain the Eagles. So it makes it a little bit harder for them, I think, to close out the season. Um, the worst part really being for the, the Cowboys in their matchup. I think they were saying last night too, if the Eagles went out, like they still win the NFC East uh, just because of the, the way the tiebreakers uh, work. Yeah. The <clears throat> yeah. Cause if, if both teams went out, Philadelphia would have beaten the giants twice, I think. And then yeah. Cowboys would beat the commanders. So they would have the same division record. So it'd go down to conference wins um, and the Cowboys have three losses to NFC teams. The Eagles now have two losses. Uh, but somebody was saying on uh, Facebook, like if you if you need the Eagles to lose more games, and not necessarily. So let's just let's just throw a scenario out there: the Cowboys go three and one, the Eagles go three and one, still the same record. Um, but if the Eagles lose to like let's say Seattle, that's an NFC game, and the Cowboys lose the same this week to Buffalo, that's an AFC game. I don't know what the tiebreaker is after that, but like the top four tiebreakers, they're all still tied. Uh, That'll bring the Eagles to three NFC losses. So uh, it's getting, getting pretty wild. Um, But yeah, it's yet to to see, is this just what the Eagles are now? They got figured out or they hurt, uh, which is just part of the game. Uh, Some crazy stats after this game, Cowboys obviously have now won 15 straight home games. Um, The Eagles, that was the first time the Eagles went a game without scoring an offensive touchdown uh, in six years. The last time was against the Cowboys. Uh, Brandon Aubrey, obviously, I mean, just amazing kicker. It's it's crazy how uh, that story, and, and I'll give you an opportunity to tell that that timeline, that story in a second. Uh, but he becomes the first player in NFL history with a 59 or two Field goals over 58 yards. Um, he kicked a 60-yarder and a 59-yarder. He also added uh, another 50-yarder and a 45-yarder, I a think. 45, yeah. Um, uh, just just ridiculous stats in this game. Dak, who says he had an off game, who it did look like he was a little bit off, but he still goes for two, 270 yards, a couple touchdowns, no picks, did have the fumble. Um, but Brandon Aubrey, I know you sent, sent us that message. Uh, kind of go through that timeline of how he's turned out to be this rookie phenom, this 28-year-old rookie phenom for the Cowboys. Yeah, it was crazy to watch last night. Man, if you have him on your fantasy team, he scored like 20 points as a kicker, yeah. which is insane. You know what I mean? Just just off of these uh, field goals and everything. But yeah, I, I wrote it out because I wanted to make sure I didn't like miss anything. But what, like, what, a, what an incredible Cinderella story, in my opinion, you know, to go from like kind of rejected uh he was drafted by major league soccer um in what what was it 2017 yeah uh released after one season then he moved to the united soccer league was released after a season there he was a computer engineer in 2018 when he uh meets a coach starts training with a kicking coach in uh 2019 through 2022 ends up in the USFL last season. And then this year with the Cowboys sets an NFL record, like you said, for kicking two 58 plus yard field goals in a single game, which is just insane. But like you said, man, a 60 yarder, a 59, a 45, and then another 50 to cap off the day plus three for three on PATs. Yeah. It's insane. Like that, what, what, a what a performance by a kicker. It's not often that you come out like, singing the praises of a kicker and especially in a game where you had like a, a 20 point blowout, the offense played well, you know, it's not every day. You'd probably still give your game ball to the kicker because 
what a performance, you know, like, and like you said, like Dak had a, had a good game. He said himself, he was a little off and everything. Maybe it wasn't like, you know, the greatest career performance for him, but I mean, he's having a career season. So, I mean, and he wasn't off by any means. I mean, like you said, he had the one fumble, but no interceptions, the two touchdowns, he's got the best touchdown interception ratio in the league right now. So, I mean, he's, he's obviously doing something right. And kind of like you said earlier too, that first time I came on here, I was definitely not singing Dak Prescott's praises in that first kind of uh, episode I was in coming off the loss. I was definitely very critical and man, he's just been absolutely annihilating the numbers. Uh, every time he goes out there, it's, it's been a lot of fun to watch, to be honest. I'm still not like a huge Dak Prescott fan, but there's very little for me to actually kind of complain about right now based on like what his performance has been. I mean, he's, he's performing very, very well. We're on this, uh, what is it? Five game win streak right now, 15 games straight at home. We're averaging almost 40 points. Uh, I saw this after the Eagles game, 39.9 points at home per game. It's insane. Yeah. Um, on Brandon Aubrey too, he's pretty much had uh, been going a big uh, part of that. Yeah. yeah, he's but he's been playing since like when does US, USFL start? April. So uh, he went yeah. through all yeah. April to whenever that ends. Yeah, um, no college experience, never kicked in college. Yeah, and uh, I mean just just his uh, energy level. <laughs> Uh, to to not really have an off season or to to be able to rest in your off season. I know they said they don't really practice kickoffs because they want to make sure he stays fresh. And um, as much as this this Cowboys team has been scoring, he's obviously has more extra point attempts than most kickers. He, he's probably I haven't looked at that, but he's probably right up there, number one. Uh, and then kickoffs. Uh, I think he's I think he's missed a few PATs. I no, he has, but I'm just talking about attempts in total. But but yeah, as far as like attempts, especially for for field goals and everything, I think you're right. I think he's field goals, extra points, three. and then yeah. if you you scored this much, there's more kickoffs, and I, I I don't know what the record is for most touchbacks in a season, but I know he's. I heard something that he's like gonna blow it out of the water. He's on pace to just blow it out of the water because uh, it's pretty much all he does is kick. Um, oh, for sure. A touchback stats like that, man. Like, yeah, so he doesn't take that record. Like, yeah, so I mean, obviously, it's it's a kicker stat. He has to kick the touchbacks. I know teams are running it out less. There, you know, it's more beneficial to uh, to take the touchback. But obviously, that's a uh, that's a also because your offense is scoring so much, and you have so many more kickoffs as well. So just just great. Just great energy level for him not to – hopefully he doesn't start slowing down. Uh, but think about it, you know, I know it doesn't work this way, but you just take off his uh, 12 points he scored and four field goals. That makes it an eight-point game, completely different game. And then look at the the, the places where he could have missed that 60-yarder. Um, that gives the equals the ball at midfield. And who knows what happens then. He misses right. that 59-yarder, same, same deal. Um, so just the clutch – uh, clutch factor uh, of Brandon Aubrey and just uh, oh for sure like the the faith and trust that they uh, the Cowboys organization yeah. McCarthy obviously have in him to go out there and perform and actually like knock those down because I totally agree you know like in in that position it's a it's a tough call sometimes to be like yeah go kick this 60 yard field goal I mean I, th- I think the record in the NFL is 62. 63 yards. I think there's a 63, and that one he kicked was going to be a good from 65. Oh, like for it, sure. it went clear. What it didn't just barely make yeah. the crossbars. But I mean, but we're talking about like a rookie kid that you know. I don't know if you've actually seen him kick 60 yards in practice or anything. Yeah. Before I, I'm guessing you probably have because you sent him out there. You know. Yeah. I mean? Well, they said he was good from 58, uh, from pregame, but. I mean, it's just like the 60-yarder, it could have been 65 or 66. Like, you look at it, if you're looking, okay, he made a 58-yarder and he made it easily. It wasn't barely. So then you're like, okay, he's good from 60. Um, and I think in that position, I mean, at that time, you were only up 7 nothing. It's not like, why the hell not? We're blowing him out. It's 7 nothing. You're doing good. You'd already stopped him on their first, their first drive. And you send, he's 28, but yeah, you send a rookie kicker out there with 
not a lot of football experience in general. Uh, right. One season of USFL football. Um, in this situation, this big time, and, and if he would have missed it, we would have been, you know, right. trying to crucify McCarthy for that. So now the Eagles have the ball midfield ready to go tie the game. And they, yeah, no. who knows what kind of game this is if if the Cowboys lose momentum right there. No, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know, like just the trust and the faith that McCarthy had in him to make that field goal and, you know, not put them in that position. Un- unreal. And then for him to like actually do it multiple times in the game, like pay, pay the man, you know, like pay this man. He, he yeah. earned that paycheck. Like, yeah. Hopefully he comes off that rookie rookie deal he's got i think he's on like a it's not necessarily like a rookie deal it's a, yeah because he's just a, a technically an undrafted free agent i guess something. yeah but he'd come I, don't, I don't know the designation if uh what deal the nfl and usfl have if there's an official deal uh or not or they just he just comes in as a free agent i'm not exactly how sure how that works but um he'll get yeah, tested I next week I, I feel like um being in buffalo i don't know what the weather forecast looks like uh, just cold. We know it's going to be cold. Hopefully not sure. a bunch of yeah. snow. So it's a lot been of real tests. rainy out there for the last few games. So yeah, this team is going to get an ultimate test. I mean, the next week you get better weather, but you're still on grass and you're playing uh, Miami. The defense will be tested, but uh, this offense is going to be tested next week, uh, regardless, because they have relied more on the pat on their passing game, which obviously is going to be different when it's cold. Um, and then the field goal, you know traditionally in buffalo the field goal kicking win high winds if not snow rain um so we'll find i mean i know it's fun doing a show now that i mean cowboys have been blowing out teams for weeks but now they're blowing out a division rival a good team the team with the best record before this game um as much as we thought we knew about the cowboys the last four or five weeks during this win streak i mean we're going to learn a lot more the next few weeks because they're playing quality opponents on the road, you know, on grass in inclement weather. So we'll just see how, see how that have to see how that goes. Um, any thoughts before we move on to the Kansas city Buffalo bills controversy? No, about I, the Cowboys think, in general or just like upcoming schedule, upcoming game at Buffalo. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I think I'm right there with you. I think this next test at Buffalo is going to be uh, a good one. Uh, obviously we'll have to uh, wait a little bit longer into the wait into the week to see like what the actual weather is going to be like. But like you said, traditionally in, you know, in Buffalo in December, it's going to be cold. It's almost always windy. Uh, you know, they, they've got like that notoriously hard field to kick in. Um, so that'll be a great test for Aubrey going into that, I think. Uh, but I, I totally expect the Cowboys to win. I mean, my Cowboys fandom will probably never leave, so I'm fully expecting them to go out there. And the way the Buffalo Bills have just kind of been just real and consistent up and down yeah. so far this season, I don't think I'm terribly worried. But it will be a, a tougher – in all honesty, I I feel like I'm anticipating kind of having the, the same outlook on the game that I had going into the Eagles game, expecting it to probably be harder than – it'll probably turn out to be um, the way our defense is playing, man. I think we'll, we'll just be in Josh Allen's face most of the night. I, you know, I'm looking to see plenty of hammers and tomahawks thrown to get plenty more turnovers. It's just the way the Cowboys have been playing all season. So I, I, I don't expect a whole lot of trouble for them going into Buffalo, but you know, away games, you, you can't, uh, you can't count anybody out at home. You know, everybody at home has always got home field advantage and they call it that for a reason. So um, yeah, not, yeah. not going to walk in and just walk out with it or anything, but I, I fully expect to see kind of a, a 21, 28 kind of game. Yeah. Everything that's been going right for the Cowboys um, just gets thrown up into question in this environment. Like I said, passing game is, is their bread and butter on offense, their kicking game has been so consistent than playing on turf and then playing at home. Um, all four of those factors change. Um, but what doesn't change is they have a great defense. They've, 
Um, I think it's a little more comforting that their defense wasn't necessarily shut down last night. They gave up quite a bit of yards. A lot of those drives um, were working for the Eagles, and and the Cowboys were able to step up, be ball hawks, get turnovers, um, and that's I think is going to help them in this environment. Just going up against a really good defense from the Bills coming to the Cowboy uh, against the Cowboys um, helps you in that scenario. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, getting those third down stops and those defensive turnovers really help, you know, our our offense just get more opportunities. You know, I mean, more times you get the ball and get out there, you kind of control the clock, control the tempo, control the score. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, something pretty crazy that happened yesterday uh, with the Kansas City and Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills game, which it, it's always crazy when those two teams – um, matchup was uh, one the way it ended, two the, the play that almost ended it, and then three Mahomes' reaction, and even um, um, Andy Reid's reaction to it because he's typically. I mean, it's easy to say, hey, he's just a professional when he's winning so much because you don't get to see that emotion uh, that much. But uh, last night, I think. The Bills kick a field goal. They take the lead against Kansas City, and about a minute and a half left. Uh, and so, Kansas- forty-five, I think it was. Yes, yeah. yeah, something like that. It may have been the second or third play. I don't know how. Remember how quickly it was, but uh, Patrick Mahomes throws it. You know, just right down the middle of the field. Uh, Travis Kelsey he runs about another ten yards, and then he notices. I can't remember the guy's name. Tony is Darius Tony. Darius Tony. I bet you everybody in Kansas City knows his name right now because this is—he screwed up a few times this year. Uh, notices Kadarius yeah. Tony's wide open uh, and just passes it over to him. Laterals it to him. Uh, amazing play. Probably be the play of the year. Absolutely. Uh, will probably would probably win the play of the year. SB Warja, sure. if you know there was still going to be over a minute left. So if. Yes, Kansas City was able to score that touchdown, hold on off Buffalo from scoring, um, but it was called back because Kadarius Tony lined up offsides, um, and and Mahomes is upset not not at Tony, at the ref for calling that, um, and you can understand his frustrations, I guess. Like it, it makes sense. Like people get pissed off. Usually, I'm like, I get why they're upset. I get upset all the time. Most people probably wouldn't be able to tell that. Uh, outside my wife, maybe that I'm a mellow person and never really get all that pissed off, but I think I hold it in well, which I probably should. That's probably not very healthy for me. Uh, but you're not going to hear me say a bunch of controversial, ridiculous stuff, uh, even in you know the heat of things. But what are you? What are your thoughts on uh, all that? Like, if it would have just been a normal, like if Kelsey caught it, didn't lateral it, was tackled. Okay, it's like a thirty-something yard gain, I think. Um, I, I don't know that anyone's really pissed off about, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a crushing play. The fans aren't going to forget it. You're probably like, damn, Tony, now we got to go deal with you later. But I, I don't think you get as much hate on the refs if no. they don't score that touchdown. Man. Okay. Like you said, right. Honestly, play of the year easily. Right. No, no one, no one's really done. That. I feel like the last time I saw that play was in like early two thousands, and like Shannon Sharp did something like that with the uh, Broncos for for a game winning play like that. It was, and honestly, uh, if I remember it correctly, it was almost like exactly the same thing. Long pass up the right hand side of the field. Boise State, uh, Boise State did a similar play when they beat Oklahoma. Yeah, um, you yeah, know, they, it, they, it led up to the Statue of Liberty two yeah. point conversion or whatever. Uh, and I think it was it was designed where he was going to catch it and toss it off. Uh, this I surely they've talked about it or practiced it at least at least Kelsey and some other players. I mean, it'd be really random just to do it out of nowhere because well, Kansas City has said that they do a lot of like the yeah just they Jack let or, players come up with plays and they kind of play around with yeah because Tony's not going to be expecting whatever. that or looking for that ball if there's not some sort of discussion. Uh, or play before wasn't it last year kansas city pulled that play um i think i think uh mahomes later said it was called pokemon and they yeah yeah. ran in the circle around and before they broke the huddle 
Um, so, I mean, they've been known to do, you know, interesting kind of schoolhouse yard, fun type plays yeah. like this. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was something that like, you know, they had looked at before and tried before even, uh, Tony did seem to be looking right at, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey. Thank you. Uh, was like we're looking right at Kelsey as if he was like ready for that pass anyway. And then uh, after the lateral, I think the lateral was like something like 10 yards or something. But I know Tony took it 45 it, it was, yards. Uh, I mean, it was a far lateral. I mean, I know Kelsey was, has, a, has a background in, in quarterbacking. It was a good throw, man. Uh, it, was it was a great a throw. Like, throw. Uh, man, I'm, I just thought, what are you like? It was a positive play. It wasn't like there was two seconds in the game or whatever. We're like, hey, this is the last play. It was a right. great play. It, it, I, out of nowhere he throws it i'm like what are you doing because it's halfway across the field it seemed like um but you know when he's wide open i mean i mean and, and if you played it or planned I'm, it before I'm not sure how many points kelsey actually gets out of that um after the lateral and everything but and it, it was an incredible play but i think what's more important here is like when we start talking about the fact that tony was offside like he was yeah. he was obviously lined up offsides if you look at the picture like his foot is a little bit past where the ball is and i mean his foot is right on like where the ball is you know like that's neutral zone man you're in the wrong spot you know you got to back up and i feel like at this point there's a there's a lot of kind of blame game going on especially with you know andy reed and patrick mahomes and honestly it's a bad look for them it's a bad look for the chiefs it's a bad look for the nfl to you know kind of be like oh it's not fair they you know, called the rules on us. Yeah, what's what's funny is when Andy Reid said it was embarrassment for the NFL, he's one hundred percent right, but not for the reason he was right. He was saying it was him, uh, you know, being a head coach who's won multiple Super Bowls, one of the best coaches in NFL history, probably I mean, Belichick's better coach than he or I mean statistically um has has better numbers. Uh but he's he's right up there to have a coach like that call out the refs. Um, but it wasn't like, I even hesitate to call it controversial, uh, because he was 100% offsides. I understand Mahomes is Mahomes feeling about the call. Um, his comments of you should, you shouldn't, you know, you know I'm paraphrasing, but, uh, the ref shouldn't decide the game like that. You have to let greatness play out or whatever. Uh, for one, yeah, he's right, but that's like a little if they call holding on a play, uh holding on the defense or something or even on the offense and it was a snag like it was technically yeah, it was a penalty, but you should let it play out. That's what that's supposed to mean, not when he lines up half a yard offsides. Just just ridiculous. And and two on that yeah. thought, the flag was thrown as soon as the ball was snapped. Right. It's not like they do this amazing play, then they throw a flag. The refs had no clue that this was going to be possibly the play of the year play, you know, maybe, right. you know, play best play in a long time. They had no idea this would be a historic play that would be run on Kelsey's, Mahomes, Tony's career reel for the rest of their lives. Um, they just thought the flag went up as soon as he was lined, lined off sides anytime. And for Mahomes to go out and say, and I'm a fan of Mahomes, I like Mahomes, but for him to go out and call out the rest and say, Hey, you can't stop great. Like basically you can't stop greatness. Quit, quit trying to fix the game or not fix the game, but quit trying to make the game um, decided off calls like this. When it's like, I just threw the, you want me to pick up the flag now because the result of the play was amazing. No, honestly, that was a big thing for me, too, because it was like, like you said, they threw the flag as soon as the ball was snapped. You can see it on the replay. Flag goes right up in front of the camera. And then he makes it sound like, like based on the results of the play, when the refs get together to discuss what the penalty was or where it happened or who committed so, it or whatever, the refs should be like, oh, never mind. What yeah, an amazing so play. It's like, no, come on, man. The, like, the That comment would make sense if the if it plays out exactly like it does, he doesn't line up off sides and another player holds one of the defenders and not, not a defender that has any chance of making a play on the ball, 
which we see all the time clipping or holding and it didn't even affect the play. Like, what'd you do? I understand if in the moment they see, hey, this is a big play. He just lateral. He's going to score a touchdown. Let's not throw the flag. I can understand in that situation. Like, it didn't affect it. Let's not get in the way of this, you know, like, like I mean, they should. I, I don't think the refs are out to get them. But, yeah, it happened at the beginning of the play. It was an egregious call. It was ridiculous. I know. I think it was Andy Reid who said something um, that they should have got a warning. Which yeah, they went through had, the replay. He they hadn't gotten a warning about like offensive offsides the whole game, and, and they thought they would get one. That's why you know receivers will line up, and you'll see them look over and raise their hand over the sideline, and that's them checking with the ref, like, "Hey, right. am I good?" And the ref will uh, tell them or yeah. whatever. But from, give you a thumbs up or like a little yeah. Backup from what I saw, Tony didn't even look. No, he didn't. Like he, so even if the ref would have gave him a warning, um, he he didn't even look over there. Honestly, and, it didn't even look like he gave like a fake check where that where he's like looking at the ball, but he like points at the ref on the sideline. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've definitely seen like players do that before because I'm like, do you even know if the ref is telling you to back up or not? Like you're pointing at him to check, but you're not even looking. You know. But I totally agree because Tony, Tony, it doesn't look like he ever looked to the sideline. He only ever looked to the ball, and he was way offside he was yeah it wasn't like okay his helmet was lined up like his foot was past the ball so and you had mentioned before the show like it was such an egregious call uh and like i get hey you should give us a warning but that's like if you get pulled over for speeding and you should you should think the red i mean you should you think the police officer should give you a warning which in a lot of cases they do or whatever but the way he was lined up off sides, I'd be like, hey, I'm going 70 in a school zone where the speed limit is 35 of how egregious. Right. I mean, you're not going to get a warning for that. Yeah, They're acting like like it's a technicality. He was barely speeding type situation, and it wasn't. And I get that that had no effect on the play whatsoever. Like he did not get wide open. Kelsey did not catch this ball because he lined up off sides. But. The ref threw, I mean, the ref just did what he's supposed to do. Hey, he's lined up offside. That's the point of the game. If we're not going to call that, then what's the point of even having the rule? He threw the flag. Uh, the Unfortunately, the, the play, you know, it all transpires how it did. And the ref's not going to go pick up. I mean, that would be stupid. But because of the result of the play, I'm going to pick up, you know, pick up the flag. Oh, for sure. If that it, happened, we would be, we would especially since, again, him lining up offsides had nothing to do with you know, what happened, but especially since he's the one that got the lateral and scored the touchdown as well. Can you imagine the controversy of them picking up the flag or whatever, or not even calling it whatsoever. And then, you know, the shot, the the memes on Twitter showing his foot uh, past the line of scrimmage. And you know, what's funny. I thought there was a commercial. It was like right after the game. Um, it was that Travis Kelsey commercial where two things at once. And I almost posted thinking like, man, it would be cool. If somebody made a meme with Travis Kelsey about that commercial. It'd be like two things at once, a game winning play and a game losing play all at the same time or something. I'm not creative enough to come up with something funny, but <laughs> yeah. something like that where your game winning touchdown, possibly like I even thought back when they scored that touchdown, it's like, that's a crazy play before they, they even pulled it back. But I thought they left a lot of time on the clock. Or Josh Allen, like it probably would have been better. Obviously, it would have been better because of the flag, um, or it would have been called back. But it would have been better if Kelsey would just would have went down. I know you don't give up touchdown like you score when you can score, uh, but you have a chance to run down the clock more, and you know you're in a great position to score anyways. Yeah, it, I mean, it was it was great. Uh, I I love the play and everything, but man, I I think it's worth noting too that like. These these calls and stuff, man. Let's uh, like let's not forget that there was like the similar call, the controversial call in the Super Bowl that just won Kansas City the Super Bowl. The whole um, the the holding call on what was it like second down, third down, yeah, uh, whatever it was. That, yeah, that's what uh, I had in mind when I was saying like if it was a call like that, I get letting it go, whether you agree sure. with it or not. But yeah, no, even if it was like a pass interference or something, you know, and like they yeah. let it go because you you like let them play kind of thing. And 
you know, and it like, let's say it should have been a pass interference against Kelsey, but they like let him play. Kansas City doesn't get that call and it doesn't, uh, and they end up losing the game because of it. That's one thing. You can be a little more upset about that. But when your receiver like was obviously offside, and, and here's my biggest issue with the whole thing it was second and 10. It was a second down play, right? And they make this huge play, score the touchdown. Like you said, plenty of time left on the clock. I want to say it was just over a minute, like a minute six. Or yeah, it was like, like a five-yard penalty too, right? Yeah, and so that ends up resulting in second and 15. They still had yeah. three downs because they went for it on fourth to try and convert, and they only needed to make, like, it wasn't even 20 yards to get into field goal range. I think on that initial second and 10, they only needed to get, like, 13 yards or something to get to field goal range. It was just beyond like the first down marker. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's second and 15 and you still have three chances after that play, you know? And it's like, man, instead of being like in, so in your head about how that play was called back and don't get me wrong, it was a great play. It's too bad. It didn't count. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go back out there and like, do your job, man. You got plenty of time. You got timeouts, you know, like just, you don't even have to get that far to get your three points and go to overtime. You it know, makes like, sense. Like it, I, I could tell you now, seeing how Mahomes was on the sideline, that there's no way they were after that they were gonna get a first down. There's no way he he was able to calm himself down, stay composed because you saw. Now, of course, if they get the first down after that, I don't know. Uh, they would almost. I mean, you would have to score a touchdown for him not to be upset like that. But it's like nothing he's saying is necessarily even relevant. Um, calling out like. Yes, the referees overall this season, it's been kind of wonky. They've made some bad calls and missed some calls, uh, and he brought that up. Like, that has nothing to do with anything. Like, it, it doesn't matter, you know, you're stopping greatness. They threw the flag before they knew what the play was going to be. Um, if they threw that flag and he wasn't, and it was like, maybe it was like barely, like you could take a technicality, he'd have been offsides. I mean, the again, the ref's not pulling back this amazing play because of that. You know, the refs should never um, make a decision on whether they should pick a flag up or not because of the result of the play, ever, no matter what. If they, if they saw enough to throw the flag, I'm fine with them picking up flags in general, consulting. You know, they did it twice for the Cowboys last night. Yeah. Um, I have no problem with that. Like, I would rather them, you know, not be uh is stubborn about it and say oh yeah we made a bad call let's you know you're right you got the better angle i it looked to me like he had face masking or whatever like no 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 he he was grabbing his collar whatever um but even in this case like if it if they would have picked up the flag because of them i don't know that i mean there'd be controversy on buffalo side they would said hey he was lined up off sides uh you know as somebody who's not a fan of Buffalo or Kansas city, it's just kind of neutral. Like that was a great play that that's cool that they did that, but um, they would have never said that, Hey, we, we made that decision because of the play. We don't want to stand in the way of greatness as uh, Patrick Mahomes put it. No, I mean, honestly, I think one of the things we're talking about here too, is like, could you imagine, I, I feel like you even kind of touched on this just a little bit, but could you imagine if it wasn't Tony that was lined up off sides and it was somebody like one of the other receivers that wasn't even in, the play, I feel like they would still be obligated to throw the flag, call the penalty, call it back. You know what I mean? Like, even though it wasn't Tony, you know, like he wasn't even involved in the play. And I totally even understand like the, it almost feels like an irrelevant kind of flag to throw because like they didn't necessarily gain any kind of like advantage over where Tony was lined up. But like, like you kind of said, like the rules are the rules. And if we're not playing by them, then why have them at all? It just, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me the way like Mahomes and, and Andy Reid are both just kind of like crying about how this happened. And it's like, man, it was a great play. I don't let's think say they anybody's don't, arguing that it wasn't, you know, let's say like, they don't throw the flag. You've got to do it within the confines of the rules. Let's say they don't even throw the flag and maybe somebody notices he was offsides and you get those memes. Um, I'd be like, so what? How did that help them in the play? You know? Yeah. Uh, but it comes down to he threw the flag. One way, it doesn't matter right, wrong, and it, it, it's not even up for question. It was 100% a penalty. Um, but 
he threw the flag. And again, you can't pick up the flag just because it was a crazy thing. And again, yeah. I'll, I'll go back. So I bet you Mahomes wouldn't be that outraged if Kelsey would have caught the ball. You know, he got tackled three guys on him right before he threw the ball, but he was tackled there and they called the back. You'd be, you know, fans would be pissed off and they would all be pissed off at Tony more than anything. They wouldn't have thought, you know, because it took a touchdown back. I said, okay, let's just, that sucks. Let's redo it. Let's get another first down, you know? Um, but you know, it's when your adrenaline's running so high after a play like that, like I'm not necessarily a Kansas city, Kansas city chiefs fan. Right. Um, and I just happened, like I was switching back and forth between Sunday night in America or whatever. And that, and I watched it live and you know, I got pumped up for it. So you go from that, that, that amazing high to, let me get this side where I'm not getting in front of the camera, that amazing high to now it's coming back. In reality, yeah, it's okay. It's second and fifteen. I think it's a five-yard. Worst case, second and twenty. And you know, you just gained without the lateral. You just gained twenty, thirty yards. Yeah. So it's like let's just relax. Let's do it again. You have plenty of time on the clock. Uh, but I think they just let it get in their heads. They got all upset about it, and there was no. Yeah. I mean, because the, the, those next three plays weren't, you know, weren't even no, close. Two, two of them were passes to Kelsey that just didn't uh, work out. But no, I told I absolutely agree. I th- I think it was all in Mahomes' head at that point. Yeah, he, he didn't just... make good pass. And I mean, don't get me wrong, he was a little bit off for a lot of that game. He wasn't making great passes for a good chunk of the game. Um, I think they only actually had like one drop last night. But uh, Kansas City's been like notoriously dropping the ball all season. I, I think they lead in drops or something like that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You know, like like I was saying, you know, it's it's second and fifteen. You've still got three opportunities, and you only need to go like twenty yards to get into field goal and, range, and you got plenty of time to do it. And I don't know you what just, the timeout situation was. Um, I, have I, no I, clue. I think they had at least one, I maybe two. Um, yeah. at that point, I'm pretty sure. But like, and honestly, too, I mean, you were what around they, midfield when all this happened? Yeah, so, yeah they somewhere were like right at so, the fifty yard line. I don't know. Maybe season, so. maybe. Andy Reid should have just called a timeout and said, let's regroup guys. Let's, you know, cause obviously Something. three plays, you know, they didn't go all 40 seconds. I would assume, I mean, you're talking about two minutes after it happened, maybe three minutes, uh, turnover. Mahomes is on the sideline. Just let, he had to be held back from screaming at the ref. Um, he was not in any mindset to, to do that. Not and not I, and I know, mean, to play a little bit of devil's advocate, I guess, like I, I can understand Mahomes's like frustration. It's been a rough couple of weeks. One hundred percent. They've they've lost four out of their last six. I think it is, um, two in a row now. Um, I I can understand, especially when you're like frustrated because some of it has to do with like bad officiating. You know, uh, yeah, just not getting the calls or whatever. You know, but like in this particular case, it's like it's not bad officiating. This this is this is bad playing you know like yeah, and that's like you're just you're tony's just lined up offside you're wrong that's you like know? tony's third high profile in the moment bonehead yeah. play so far this and, year and i think it's worth noting too that like andy reed and mahomes both haven't even denied that he was lined up offside you know i think they accept the fact that he was in fact exactly offside. yeah that that's what they're, they're saying they should have got like, a warning oh, the ref shouldn't deal. and it's like no man play by the rules and if it was a controversial technicality i think we would all be like okay we get it. it. You know, I'm glad it didn't happen to my team type of deal. Like, Hey, that sucks, but it's mm. the, Oh, it's got Des caught it type vibes all over. Yeah. It. And, and nobody's saying, man, the Bills shouldn't have won that game. I think most people wish it wouldn't have happened because it's such a great play. Uh, but I get it in the moment you're upset. You know, there's some things that go through my head that I want to say sometimes that I don't. And now imagine this is my profession. It's competition. I've done this all my life. Now, you know, take how you get frustrated in your everyday life to a thousand and try to compose yourself. But I mean, you know, I think by the time they got up to the podium, you know, I think they've had time to cool off at least a little bit of time. I understand it's right after the game. They want that raw emotion, that right. the, those reactions. But there's somebody on the Kansas City Chiefs. Like I know it's it's your head coach and your and Mahomes. They're the two most important people on this roster. But you have to have somebody that say, "Hey, before y'all go up there, just calm down." Understand? I'm thinking today. I I assume 
that Mahomes and Andy Reid are a little bit embarrassed going oh, back. I, like I would I'm sure they're pissed so. about it. It's all frustrating. I'm sure they woke up this morning feeling like crap. I shouldn't have said about... that. Um, I mean, they should be frustrated at Tony if anything. Um, yeah, but, for sure. But, but man, I because I mean, ninety nine percent of the time when you line up as a receiver, like since high school, like even when I played receiver in high school, you get to the line and like the first thing you would do, right, was just like check with the line judge. Hey, am I good? And he would use like I just said like earlier, you know, it's like he would give you like this little backup signal or something, or it'd be like you're good. And Tony should have right known. There, I mean, whatever. looking at the ball you know? that he's offside. Yeah, and you see um, it in the NFL all the time during the games anyway, right? right or receiver reaches over to the sideline or even the guys that like kind of stick their arm behind them to show yeah. that like they're off the line, making sure they're good with the ref. But I mean, so late in the game, it's critical. It just, it didn't make sense to me that Tony didn't even check to make sure he was, you know, but I mean, you you can whine about the referees all you want when they do a good job making the right call. It's not their fault. Like it is what it is, man. You're just going to have yeah. to, I mean, honestly, the and the biggest thing for him, he should have he should have let it go when the play happened and had thick skin. Then, unfortunately, he's gonna have to have thicker skin and just move on to next week. You know, yeah, it's just it is. What yeah, it is. because now you're. I mean, you have a division lead, but you're only a game ahead of the Broncos in your yeah. own division. Oh, and um, the AFC is tight right now. And, and, and so really, tight. what is it like six, seven, and six teams? So you're. I mean, yeah. I don't. I'm not going to go through each team and, and talk about tiebreakers no, in Kansas no. City, but you're theoretically like two games and you're out of the playoffs. Yeah. Right now. I, I don't know off the top of my head their schedule, but and there's four I'm sure they're going to play the, the Broncos here pretty soon. There's four games left this year. Yeah, four games left in the season. And, you know. Yeah, you just all, need to rely the, and quit complaining all the about. records are like yeah. one win of each other, you know? So. Yeah, and Baltimore's not slowing down. It doesn't look like yeah, Denver's slowing down. These next few weeks, it's going to be... Yeah, it's interesting talking so much. I guess it's it's because it's Mahomes, it's the Chiefs, it's how he reacted. I, I Like I said, I've never seen him react that way. I'm sure this isn't uh, abnormal for him, but maybe he holds it off until locker room or in private or something, just not, not on the sideline. No, I totally agree. Honestly, feeling that way after, you know, some tough losses and even. It feels like it's it's come to a boiling point that it wasn't just that. It feels like it's That's exactly what I think it was. It was kind of that boiling point and he was, you know, super frustrated about it. And I'm sure it also had to do with other things, you know, based on, you know, kind of how their offense has been performing and, you know, or underperforming in this case, you know, and, you know, finally something kind of goes right for you but you know it's taken away i can understand totally being frustrated with the refs and everything in that moment but man i mean first of all it's i mean it's the nfl we've talked about how critical uh everyone is really of the quarterbacks of any team you know and when you're kind of a a championship super bowl winning team they're going to be even more critical of you so i mean it's already a little bit tough to perform and you're underperforming and everything I can understand that boiling point coming. You want to win. You're competitive. You got that, you know, nature and spirit in you and everything. And the ref, it feels like the refs kind of keep taking it from you. But I totally agree. And that situation coming out of the game and everything, maybe even be like, I don't want to talk about this like tonight kind no. of thing. Maybe talk about it tomorrow. Sleep on it. You know, there's and, ways to say, man, hit, get across what you want. Just say like, it's unfortunate how that had right? to happen yeah. you know and it, you can it's totally true feel the way you feel about getting yeah. robbed and everything and talk to your teammates and your coaches about that and everything but just i don't know they maybe, they blatantly went at, went at the refs at the, yeah um yeah. and now the nfl is gonna have to make a decision i don't know if it's i mean by the time this comes out it's priority you know fines have come down because when when refs make bad Very calls possible. and it's controversial like this the nfl can't just go fine i mean there's a, a referee union they have contracts and rules and but this is embarrassing for the nfl and the nfl needs this mahomes and andy reed are under the nfl's jurisdiction um so whatever that turns into a stupid ten thousand dollar fine which is nothing for either of them but um yeah i'm not necessarily calling for it like it's demanding anything i don't care one way or the other i just think it's interesting we're you know spending half of our episode talking about something that really wasn't all that controversial 
and not not right. the the call yeah. on the field or the the play. It was just happened to be a big play and Mahomes' reaction to it. Yeah, um, no, that, the reaction cool. to it, I think, is is really what everybody's talking about. I think we all agree. You know, Tony was offsides. The play doesn't count. But and honestly, I'm I'm my biggest thing. I'm going to keep saying it. It's not like it was a fourth down play. It wasn't the last play of the last possession for yeah, the Chiefs and Mahomes. Just it was second and 15 after that, man. Like you, you had three more shots and you just, you didn't perform. You didn't come through. It happens, you know, and it's unfortunate, but to say that on that second and 10 play, the refs like stole the game from you and gave it to the bills, I think is outrageous. See, I have that I game wish. recorded. I'm going to go back and look and see the timeout situation. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't exactly how much the timeouts, time was on the clock. Was I mean, there's 10. plenty of, plenty of time and i understand you don't want to use your yeah. last time out for that especially since was it a field goal to tie the game is that right they're down by three yeah but that's the part that i did look at i was checking the replay but the the play was second and 10 they only needed okay. to go maybe 15 yards to get into field goal so range. if they have three timeouts and maybe the argument can be made if they had at least two timeouts that this is three. all i know they had at least two so this is may all be on andy reed yeah. That he should have just I, I called they, a timeout. And I know said, they didn't have three because uh, they had down. the challenge play earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, um, so they couldn't have had three. So I can't remember if he had one or two timeouts then, but I, I just remember because I was looking at it and I was like, you were so close to your field goal range. It's literally on the screen when they snapped the ball for the yeah. Kelsey lateral play. And it's like, you didn't have that far to go. And then it's a, like you said, it's a five yard penalty. So you're at second and 15. And, you still had three tries yeah. to go 20 yards. And we both and could just, tell how flustered the team was. And I mean, yeah, you, you know, being Andy Reed and it's his team, he would know. Um, Again, I'm not criticizing him. I'm just wondering if that was, you know, possibly an option. I know hindsight's 2020, and we could say whatever. Uh, but it's not even an issue if Mahomes just comes back and throws another dart to Kelsey for the first down, and it just keeps going. But yeah, we yeah. will uh, definitely keep keep up to date on, um, you know, what what might come down to it. We may talk about this game in the future if it comes down to hey, Kansas City loses a couple more because they just can't get over it or something i'm i'm not yeah. sure but you know that's what we're here you know we're, we're two out of oh, shape yeah, no. middle-aged guys we're talking about the controversies yeah we're two middle-aged guys who 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 sit who sit on our ass and watch uh probably watch cowboys and buffalo and if dak has a bad game and it's 10 degrees we're gonna call him a loser and we're right. sitting on our couch eating pizza in, in the warm with my beer like, yeah yeah and beer and whiskey or something in the warmth of our own house saying what a loser how come you know um, hey, that's just why we get to be podcasters. If I ran a forty-yard dash, I'd, that'd be it for me for the day. I'd be like, Cooked. for the day, I'm not sure I could run a forty-yard. <laughs> no, I could probably. I could. I don't know if I could run forty yards full blast. I'm, I'm trying to. I, I, mean, could, I sure could jog I did, forty yards, but if you're like run as fast as you can, I know. We just got a dog a few months, like eight months ago, uh, a golden retriever. He's crazy energetic and the kid you know we'll take him for a walk and sometimes the kids are riding their bike and they'll say like run see see if you cannot run him or whatever so i'll just run as fast as i can and i know it's not even a quarter of the way down the road so i'm like that's maybe 30 yards if that and you know i'm not running as fast as i can um but oh, yeah no, we can i uh well i can't man i can't even remember what it was it was a uh, some kind of turnover for some game a couple weeks ago and guy was had to go the the whole yard right like full hundred yards and by the time he got to about 80 90 yards you could really see him like starting to slow down and everything and i remember like obnoxiously even being like you're so oh, slow even, couldn't even make it 100 yards like it's it's the whole field man like y'all should be practicing 100 yard sprints blah, blah blah and i'm like i swear if i had to run 100 yards i wouldn't make it i'd if I got to 50 yards and, and started walking the rest of the way, I'd be impressed. I'm not going to lie. I would never make it sprinting 100 that, yards. Uh, that might be a good bet payoff. <laughs> we come up to, to wagering something uh, is go up to one of these high school fields and see how far we can run. Next year's fantasy football draft order. That's that's not a bad idea. We'll do 40 times. <laughs> Post it on TikTok, YouTube right here. Uh, yeah, but we'll we'll just post like the last ten yards of that forty yard. I'd like to oh, go yeah, last. No, I'd like can, to go last like just to see. I'll go. I'll go last just to see what I need to beat. See, do I even need to run full speed like 
if a couple of y'all don't even make it, maybe like, hey, I'll just jog this out just to. Yeah. Uh, guys, thanks for listening to this episode. Be sure to uh, follow us, subscribe, whatever terminology you want to use on YouTube, social media. Be sure to like this episode, share it with your friends, um, and we'll be back next week, hopefully with Chris talking uh, Cowboys win over Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, until next time, guys, we'll see you later. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.